بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنا أنزلناه في ليلة القدر وما أدراك ما ليلة القدر ليلة القدر خير من ألف شهر تنزل الملائكة والروح فيها بإذن ربهم من كل أمر سلام هي حتى مقلع الفجر In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Indeed, we send the Quran down during the night of decree. And what can make you know what is the night of decree? The night of decree is better than a thousand months. The angels and the spirit descend therein by permission of their Lord for every matter. Peace it is until the emergence of dawn. Hello and welcome to another episode of Experiences and Lessons with Shadab. I'm your host Shadab Akhtar Rabbani and today I'm joined by Maulana Rizwan, the Imam and Khatib of Masjid al-Shifa in Johannesburg. Assalamu alaikum Maulana Saab. Welcome to the podcast. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah for having me. Yeah, sure. Uh, so the topic for the day is basically we'll be dividing this podcast into two. Uh, first, we're going to be talking about Laylatul Qadr and the last 10 days of Ramadan and how to make the most of it. And the second one, Malan Saab is going to t- uh, talk to us about Zakat. So listen to both the podcasts. So yes, Malan Saab, let's start with uh, the last 10 days of Ramadan. We, are all, uh, we have entered the last 10 days of Ramadan. So how should we make the most of it? Also, uh, before that, could you give us a brief about Laylatul Qadr and why is it important to pray and make the most of Laylatul Qadr and seek it? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim wa sallallahu ala nabi al-Ummi. Alhamdulillah, we know now we've entered into the last 10 days of Ramadan. So one of the outstanding features of this beautiful, uh, the last 10 days of Ramadan is actually to search for the night of power. In the Quran and Majid, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has dedicated an entire chapter uh, just mentioning about the, the virtues of Laylatul Qadr. And from amongst the virtues of the night of power, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that a person that will worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this night will be given the reward of having worshipped Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal for 1,000 months. So this is a great reward. So we understand that the value of every action on this night is increased. And we know that there's such a tremendous display of mercy on this night, on the night of power. Everything about this night is actually uh, a display of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. The ulama explained that sometimes, you know, we might sit down and we even think to ourselves, we say, you know, that why, why isn't the exact night known? Why hasn't it been uh, right. stipulated or mentioned in the Quran? So the yes. ulama explained that this also in itself is a mercy. And how this actually becomes a mercy is in this way, uh, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept it hidden. Because we know that every time or every place, for example, in Makkah Mukarramah, if you go to Makkah Mukarramah and you perform yeah. Salah in Makkah Mukarramah, then the value of your Salah is increased, right? So you get 100,000 right. times more reward for every Salah you perform there. But at the same time, right. if you were to commit a sin in Makkah Mukarramah, what would happen? The sin would be far greater. So like how the reward is amplified, the sin of a sin would also be uh, amplified if you were in Makkah Mukarramah. So on the night of uh, power, 
the person who worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of course, will, uh, will uh, attain for himself an increased amount of reward. But if we happen to sin on that night, then we understand that the harm of that would be far greater as well. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, out of his mercy, has kept the night of power hidden, number one, so that we, uh, even if we happen to fall into some sin because of our own negligence and because of our yeah. insaniyah, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yeah. overlooks us. And this year is actually a display of Allah's mercy upon us that Allah ta'ala has kept the night of power hidden. And the ulama explained something else very beautiful about this, that the reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept it hidden, this night of power, Allah has kept it hidden so that we search for it in all of the nights, that we make an extra effort. So this mysterious nature which Allah ta'ala has attached to the night of power, that perpetually we will search for it. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept this for our own benefit. It is a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we happen to fall into sin, then it will be overlooked. And the other thing that Allah mentioned is that we will strive in every night to try to find this beautiful light of power and another thing which the ulama make mention that we understand that when mystery is attached to anything then immediately it amplifies the beauty of that thing this is the value of mystery so why Allah Ta'ala has kept it uh, hidden from us is we find that there are so many things which Allah Ta'ala has actually kept hidden like for example yeah. uh, from all the friends of Allah Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has kept his friends hidden uh, his true friends, the awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the reason for this is so that we will treat everyone in this world with respect. And in treating right. everyone with respect, we hope that per chance uh, we will treat the friend of Allah with respect and Allah will become happy with us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yeah, from Allah. all good actions, Allah ta'ala has kept the best of all good actions hidden. Why? So that we will strive in carrying out every action to the best of our ability. With this hope that perhaps this is the one action that's going to save me from the fire of Jahannam. And we see away from all sins. Why? Because we, we don't know which sin is the worst. And Allah ta'ala has stipulated sins are bad. But Allah ta'ala has not stipulated that which is the worst of sins. So we will stay away from every sin with this in our heart that perhaps this is the worst of sins and this will be the one that will take me towards Jahannam. And like this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right. in the Quran Majid, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us that hafidu ala salawati was salatil wusta, that you should uh, protect all of your salah. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on to mention that specifically you should protect salatul wusta. And then the Mufassirin, all of them give different opinions. What, which one is Salatul Wusta? Is it Fajr? Is it Zawar? Is it Asr? Which one? So then the ulama explained that the reason for this is it's not been stipulated that exactly which Salah is Salatul Wusta so that you will protect every single one of your Salah like it's Salatul Wusta. Like this year, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not stipulated the night of power for us. Why? So that you will make an effort in every night to find the night of Qadr, the night of power. And the ulama, in fact, go on to mention this year, they say that we, we only take the opportunity in the month of Ramadan, you know, where we, we, we make extra effort. But ulama go on to mention that it, it could even happen that uh, Laylatul Qadr could fall out of Ramadan. And that's why they say, Malla ya'arifu qadru layli, la ya'arifu qadr. That the person who hasn't understood the value of every night and the value of standing in front of Allah every night and crying unto Allah every night, then that person will never understand the value of the night of power. So this is such a beautiful thing. Actually, it should become our habit. This uh, month of Ramadan is just a springboard for us to be able to inculcate the beautiful habit in our life every single day to stand in front of Allah and to cry from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is undoubtedly 
uh, connected greed virtue to the night specifically. We know in the Quran, Majid, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the, the, the night journey, you know, Nabi says, I'm going for his night journey. Yeah. So Allah subhanahu yes. wa ta'ala says, When it took place, it took place by night. In the and night. Yes. At night. Of course. So this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has attached special virtue to the night. And uh, our Ustad Hadal Mufti Rada al Haq, who is our, our Shaykh al Hadith, uh, he very beautifully yeah. mentioned, he says, you know, sometimes we ask ourselves the question, then why did the journey take place by night? Why didn't Mi'raj take by, the place by day? So then you would always laugh in the class okay. and you would say, he says, when we travel and we tour the monuments of this world, right? Then we tour yeah. it by day. However, if you want to travel the monuments of the year after, if you want to ascend the levels of the Akhirat, then this year you have to do yeah. it by night. This is done by night. So there's a difference between the, the traveling of this world and the traveling right. of the year after. The traveling in this world is done by day and the traveling of the year after, if you want to traverse the various levels of the year after, then this year you will do it by night. So this is the beauty of the yeah, night. And uh, there's a beautiful, uh, <laughs> there's actually a beautiful, uh, you know, a beautiful story. There was a, once a person, yeah. his name was Sheikh Abdullah Al-Baji. And he went out and he yeah. went to go and purchase a slave girl, you know. And uh, he brought the slave yeah. girl. And uh, when he purchased her, she started laughing. He said that, I bought you. So she, she started laughing uh, at him. So he said that, are you mad? Are you mad? So she said, no, no. Wallahi, I am not mad at all. So then anyway, he said, that while you are taking her home, she asked him, she said, do you know any portion of Quran? He said, yes, I know some portion of Quran. And when he started reciting Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, she started crying and she said, Allah Akbar, if this is the beauty of the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Quran Majid, which is being related or being narrated by the mouth of insan, then I can well imagine what will be the ecstasy that will be felt when I get a glimpse uh, at the didar and the beauty of Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal on the day of Qiyamah when Allah Ta'ala will expose us, uh, himself. And then it came to the night and Sheikh Abdullah Al-Baji, Rahimahullah, he says that I started getting ready for bed. So I started putting out my bedding. I was getting ready to sleep. And then this right. uh, slave girl, she started rebuking me. She said, and now this is a slave girl speaking to a master, right? And she looks at the right. master and she says that you are re- getting ready to go to bed while your master is still awake. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching you. What type of a foolish slave goes to sleep while his master is awake? How can a slave sleep while the master is awake? So she rebukes him. And then uh, he says that I went and I, I took some rest. And then I noticed that the entire night, in the entire right. night, she only stayed in ibadat and she was crying in front of Allah and crying in front of Allah and crying in front of Allah. He says then at one time in the night, I woke up and I noticed her. Uh, she was making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and she said that oh Allah on the basis of the love that you have for me oh Allah forgive me so he says that she continued her salah and she was in sajda and she was making dua and then after this when I met her later on I asked her I said that you know how do you know that Allah loves you because you made dua to Allah and you said oh Allah for the love that you have for me forgive me so she gave a stunning reply and she told him she said if Allah didn't love me, then Allah wouldn't have caused me to stand in front of him while he allowed you to sleep. <laughs> he allowed you to sleep, but he made me stand in front of him. This okay. is the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And does not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran say, she explains, she says, doesn't Allah in the Quran say, wa 
that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves someone, it is only then that Allah gives that person the opportunity to love him in return. So this is the beauty of it. When a person is standing in front of Allah, Rabbul specifically in these last 10 nights, you know, so we spoke a little bit about the, the night of power and it's a night of mercy and it's a display of mercy. And the night right. of power is actually, it's a time to draw, draw closer to Allah and standing in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in salah and in ibadat and in crying in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And uh, the ulama, of course, they explain the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, man qama laylat al-qadri, the dead person that will stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, imanan wa ihtisaban, with iman and desirous of reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, غُفِرَ لَهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِ That all of his previous years, all of his previous sins, they will be forgiven. So this is such a beautiful uh, virtue, you know, just for standing Absolutely. in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, on the blessed night of power. Ji. May all, may all of us benefit from that and may all of us make the most of it. Also, uh, from... I wanted to know a little bit from the practices uh, of the Prophet during the last Ashra. We all know this Ashra is Nijat from the Hellfire. So how should mm-hmm. we all, like, oh, what practices should we, uh, should we be doing? Any wazifa, any dua we should be asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the last 10 days? Of course, alhamdulillah, we know that the, the last 10 days, as you have been mentioned, it's uh, the time where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is setting free uh, thousands, name millions of people from the fire of Jahannam, you know. So from amongst right. the du'as, which Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught Aisha radiallahu ta'ala, Allahumma innaka afuun kareemun rahimun tuhibbul af, fa'afu anna ya kareem. Where Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught Aisha radiallahu ta'ala to read this du'a, that Allahumma innaka afu, that oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are most forgiving. Afuun Kareem, and the word, the Sifat Kareem, this is a ajib Sifat which Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam uses here actually, because the word Kareem, it means to right. give someone without them being worthy of attaining something. That we're not worthy of Allah's forgiveness. <laughs> uh, when we, right. half of the time when we're making, when we're making Tawbah, there's so much of insincerity in our Tawbah. We're not even really regretful over the sin that we have committed. But we're saying, oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, don't forgive us because we're worthy of your forgiveness. But oh Allah, forgive us because you are most worthy of forgiving. You are the being that forgives the most. So we say, Allahumma inna kafun kareemun. And oh Allah, together with us, rahimun. Oh Allah, you are most forgiving, you are most merciful. Tuhibbul af. And oh Allah, not only are you most merciful, but you love to forgive. One is a person forgives out of necessity or out of need or because he feels that it is an obligation. But one is when a being is forgiving because they love to forgive. So we say, oh Allah, you're not forgiving us because anyone is forcing you to forgive. You are most powerful. Yeah. There's nothing that can force you, oh Allah. But you are forgiving because you love to forgive. And this is one of the beautiful aspects of dua. To call on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all of his shan, in all of his magnanimity, in all of his beauty. And this is the beautiful dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So we ask of Allah that oh Allah, you forgive us, number one, because you are most forgiving. And oh Allah, you forgive us be, even though we are not worthy of being forgiven. Ya Allah, you forgive us. And oh Allah, you are most merciful. That's why you forgive us. And oh Allah, you love to forgive. Uh, that is why you forgive us. Tuhibbul af. And then we say, oh Allah, fa'fu anna ya kareem. So we ask you, oh Allah, fa'fu anna, forgive us. 
Oh Allah, forgive us. So this is the beautiful dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for the last 10 nights. We should try to learn this dua. We can find it online Inshallah. as well. I think people are circulating it as well. Uh, it's a beautiful dua. And then together with this also, uh, from the duas of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allahumma atiq riqabana wa riqaba abaina wa ummahatina wa azwajina wa dhurriyatina minan naar. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala free our necks, the necks of our family members, our children, our fathers, our mothers, our spouses, free us all from the fire of Jahannam. So we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us salvation from the fire of Jahannam. Now we know, of course, this year, unfortunately, because most people are in lockdown, we already, we bound right. to our own anti-kaf in our homes, you know, everyone is stuck at home. Right. So uh, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great opportunity actually to make ibadah. Nabi Akadim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, of course, we find that throughout the life of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, there wasn't a year that wasn't spent in Atikaf. The last 10 days were always in the masjid when Nabi Akram Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would remain in Atikaf. And it was to seek the night of power. Now, I mentioned something that's very beautiful uh, that I read about the night of power. Uh, one of the great scholars, Allama Fakhruddin Razi, rahimahullah, in his tafsir of uh, Laylatul yeah. Qadr, of Suratul Qadr, he makes mention, he says that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says that you're looking for amal to do on this night. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, on this night the malaika descend from the heavens to come and witness the worship of insan on earth. They come to witness the worship of insan on earth. So we take two things into consideration. Number one is that the malaika are those beings who have been created for ibadat. Malaika have been created for ibadat. So that means that from the right. beginning of the creation till the end of the creation, they only remain in ibadat. Some have been created specifically for salah, some for tasbih, some for takbir. Some only stay in sajda their whole life, some only in ruku their whole life. So they have been created for ibadat. So why will they come see our ibadat, the ibadat of insan, which is so naqis and so deficient, half of the time we're thinking of other things and we're doing other things in our salah. So why would they come see our ibadat? That's the one thing. And the other thing is that they all exist in the heavens. So in the heavens, Allah Ta'ala is taking, uh, Allah Ta'ala's ibadat is taking place to a much greater extent. So why then would they come to the earth to see our ibadat? Where there's so little ibadat taking place. The heavens are filled with malaika making ibadat. So why would they come to the earth? So Allama Fakhruddin Razi, rahimullah, he explains something so beautiful. He says, this is because there are two forms of ibadah. There are two forms of worship that can be found in the earth and they can never ever be found in the heavens. So they come to witness these two forms of ibadat. And the first form of ibadat, the first form of ibadat is kindness, showing kindness to someone that is in need. Because in this world, there's maybe someone that is going to sleep with a hungry belly. So someone is taking out something and going to put it in the mouth of that person and say, okay, now you can go and sleep. And your hunger has been taken care of. So the malaika come from the heavens to witness this great act of ibadat that someone's need is being taken care of. In the heavens, there's no one that's in need. So they come to see this act of ibadat. So what a beautiful thing. So we should try to also inculcate this in our life. In the month of Ramadan, especially in the last 10 days, try to feed the needy, you know, as much as we can. Try to help those people like they're in difficulty. There's such a great, tremendous amount of reward attached to this. And the second reason why they come from the heavens, the ulama explained, is that, of course, in the heavens, there are those uh, malaika that are crying out of the fear of Allah. But there's not one angel that is crying out of Tuba, Because angels never ever sin against Amen. Allah. So they come right. to see this act of ibadat. People are crying in front of Allah. Then man, imagine he's, he's laying in his bed. 
and there's a sin that has left him restless for years, and he's just tossing and turning, and then he takes some himmat, and he thinks, you know, maybe, maybe tonight Allah will forgive my sins, it's the night of power, and he stands up in the coldness of the night, and he goes and he takes hudu, and then he stands in the corner of his room, and there's no one else to witness him, no one else to watch him, and there's no one else that's over him, and then he starts crying, and he says, oh Allah, forgive me. Oh Allah, forgive me. And the light are descending from the heavens just to see this beautiful act and the display, you know, of, of this belief and this yaqeen and this conviction and this love for Allah, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. So this is the reason why the malaika actually descend on this night. So we understand that on the night of power, from the very important one is we said that the wazifas, we had mentioned two du'as. And together with these two yeah. du'as, the ulama have mentioned two beautiful a'mal. Uh, that uh, most beloved, why the malaika would descend to see what uh, on this particular night. So this also the, uh, we have made mention of. And then our Ustad, Hadar Mulana, chalks this up. He used to make mention of something yeah. very beautiful in Madrasa. And he used to say, you know, on such nights, people are always uh, are troubled. And they think, you know, what, what ibadat should we do on the night? What should be the, what would be the best ibadat? What would be the best form of ibadat? So he used to say right. that on nights like this, uh, it's like entering a Mitai shop. Our Ibarat is like going inside a Mitai shop. You say sometimes, you know, when you <laughs> enter a Mitai shop, some people like burfi, you know. So they, they'll take, they'll yeah. take only burfi. And some will like jalebi. So they'll only take jalebi. He says, no, we shouldn't do like this here. We shouldn't make ourselves... We should take... You should take a little bit of everything. Yes. If you like if you like burfi more, okay, take four pieces of burfi, but don't be mahroom of the jalebi. Take one piece of jalebi also. Take one piece, you know? So... Generally, what we find in our life is we have attachment to certain forms of ibadah. Some people would love to read Quran. Okay. Some people would love to make dua. Uh, some people would love to perform salam. So we should do what we love. We should do that more. But we shouldn't deprive ourselves of everything else as well. So do a lot of Quran. If you love to read Quran, read a lot of Quran. But then take out some time for dua and take out some time for salah and take out some time for everything else as well. So I think this is a, the most important thing that we can say with regard, you know, to uh, this aspect, inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah. May Allah help us make the most of it and protect us all from the hellfire. Right, subhanAllah. Jazakallah khair, uh, Malana sahab. Thank you for sharing all the knowledge. Uh, inshallah, we'll all benefit from that. Uh, May Allah help us benefit from that and may Allah help us uh, follow um, what you have said with ease. So Jazakallah Khair for, for your time. It was really nice having you here and uh, inshallah hope to have <laughs> more inshallah. sessions in the future. Jazakallah Khair uh, for having me. So Allah Ta'ala reward you and Allah Ta'ala grant us all Khair, Barakat and Afiyat. And may Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala accept all of our efforts and our ibadat uh, um, in these last 10 days of Ramadan as well inshallah. Um, um, wa alaikum. Assalamu alaikum.